Welcome to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we talk to the leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer loyalty about the technology, trends, and best practices that impact the ability of brands to drive customer engagement and customer loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mladen Vladek, General Manager of Loyalty Services for FIS. How are you today? Hey, good morning, uh, uh, Carly. Very good. Uh, very glad to be on this uh, uh, this morning with you. Excellent. We're excited to have you. Mladen, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? It would be great to know more about your current role with FIS and maybe a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So um, I am leading the FIS's uh, loyalty division. I have been with uh, the FIS loyalty for probably now uh, around 15 years, many different roles. And uh, in terms of the background, I came as a refugee from the civil war in Eastern Europe, and I'm certainly grateful and thankful for everything that this country had uh, provided to me. Okay, well, that's amazing. Uh, well, that kind of leads into my next question. Uh, could you share a fun fact about yourself? We always like to learn something new, exciting about those we interview on Loyalty Live. Yeah, if you if you think about given my uh, given my name, uh, many times when I'm at the coffee chain or uh, at the QSR, if I see that, that there's a long line behind me, uh, I tend to go by Mike in order to not slow down the checkout process. And and to me, you know, not being funny, it's it's really another validation that uh, you know consumer engagement and the solid relationship with, with brands and consumers it's all about two way street and you know we should contribute to that uh, to that experience as well well that's great great to know more about you um diving into a little bit more about FIS i know a lot of our audience is familiar with you but maybe um for those that aren't or those would like to learn more could you give us a brief overview of FIS, what you guys do, how you do it, and maybe some of the industries you work with? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the easiest way, maybe in one sentence, to think about FIS, we are really, you know, powering and advancing the way that the world pays banks and invests. And what that really means if, is if you think of, you can think of FIS as a technology stack, uh, back office provider for many different industry segments from banking to you know, retail to capital markets to fintechs. And in, it's really a large scale provider. And in many instances, more of a like one stop shop for many of those, many of those entities. Okay, interesting. And another question that our audience always likes to learn more about, how do you define customer loyalty? And what does customer loyalty mean to your organization? Well, that is a great question. I would say, I would say, given given the the level of disruption that we are seeing over the course of the last couple of years, I would say that that answer and that approach is certainly evolving. And the way that you know, I would say in a in a in a in one word that we think about the consumer loyalty today, uh, it's really all about engagement. It's absolutely all about engagement, and and this whole you know, concept of acting loyal versus feeling loyal and this behavioral kind of approach to loyalty is the key. The engaged, you know, consumer is going to be the best and true brand ambassador for any brand out there. And, you know, we have seen, you know, running number of loyalty, you know, programs throughout, you know, years that, you know, consumers are willing to provide additional personal information uh, to make their consumer experience personalized and tailored to their needs, 
as long as their privacy is being respected. Um, I would also argue that when I think about consumer loyalty, you know, I argue that every touch point equals an engagement. Now, that engagement can be good or bad, but every interaction with the, with the customer absolutely counts these days. Um, I also like to talk about and think about, uh, you know, when we think about loyalty today and rewards in general, we, we like to think and talk more about the engagement going forward because I argue that the exchange of the tangible value is no longer uh, even a requirement. I mean, the nice message, the timely messaging uh, is as relevant as, you know, what sometimes is giving a tangible award to the customer. And, and maybe, you know, the final thought is that, you know, it's all about staying relevant uh, to the consumer. So, so I started right with, you know, um, I started with the, with the concept of being engaged you know, and engaging the uh, customer and consumer and engaging the consumer in the right way is going to ensure that you stay relevant to that consumer. And and then finally, it's all about, uh, it's all about holistic approach. I would say the era of a transactional loyalty, transactional loyalty is absolutely over. It's all about uh, thinking about the holistic relationship with the consumer uh, at all of the touch points and then finding ways to be relevant day in and day out. Definitely agree with you and love the definition. So going off of that, you talked on, uh, you know, a bunch of different points there, loyalty, engagement, personalization. Could you kind of expand into a little bit how brands leverage FIS technology premium payback and what are the benefits for your clients and end consumers? Yeah, I would I would maybe start with the whole uh, clarification. We talk about premium payback. It is uh you know, known brand out there, but, you know, for the audience, for the sake of the audience, it's really our version of the pay with point solution at the point of sale uh, e-commerce channels, right? And and maybe before I dive into the benefits, I maybe want to provide just a quick overview in terms of the evolution, how we started on our journey to bring this, you know, solution to the marketplace. And, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we looked through the redemption experience, traditional redemption experience, and you know we came to the conclusion that this is one of those areas that really haven't been disrupted, you know, uh, in a very long time, and it felt just very, very outdated, right, and not in line with the with the consumer expectations these days. And I would argue, you know, in 2022, going into 23 carholders, consumers, they really don't want to go to the website or call 800 number uh, to go through the redemption experience. So so that is what I would argue prompted us to start this journey to bring the redemption experience uh, as close to the real time as possible. In our case, we are bringing it to real time. And it absolutely made all of the difference. Now, you know, when we think about the benefits, you know, we are strong believers that the solution that is going to sustain and staying the marketplace is relevant. It truly needs to be a win-win for everybody who is engaged in this ecosystem. And when I think about this pay with points application, um, I think about the issuer, I think about financial institution, I think about the merchant. And at the end of the day, I think about the end user, the consumer, everybody's benefiting from this experience. And then I would argue that's one of the reasons why it's so successful. Now, in terms of the specific benefits, I will absolutely start with the cardholder, with the consumer, because at the end of the day, that, that's, if we don't address the consumer demand and need, nothing else matters, you know, type of approach. 
and 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 some of the benefits is is really the removing removing of the friction from the redemption experience, right? So there's no more visiting the website, activating the offer, downloading the app. We are bringing the redemption experience in real time when they shop and use the payment tender, their payment card. We are providing that experience in a real time, bringing that immediacy to that experience. We are increasing the buying power for the consumer because for the first time, we are bringing the loyalty points, loyalty miles, cash back as actually as a currency, as a loyalty currency that acts as another payment tender during transaction. And then finally, I would call out ease of use, as I alluded to. There's no app to download. There's no offer to activate before you go to the store. You simply go to the store and you go through the experience. Now, on the flip side, when we talk about financial institution, the issuer, there are tremendous benefits to this, uh, to this uh, type of engagement as well. It is innovative, new way of engaging the consumer. It is the only redemption award out there that basically requires cardholders to spend on the card at the same time and the redemption is taking place. So I will give an example. In a traditional model, you have whether it's a travel or cashback or merchandise, you know, whatever that might be, you might have a dormant cardholder for many months, even years, if there's no expiration. And uh and they can go out there if they have outstanding loyalty currency, loyalty points, or cashback and place a redemption. Effectively, for the issuer, that means that there's a redemption expense with no, with no revenue to offset that expense. If you think about real-time point-of-sale redemption, the only way to go through that, uh, uh, through that experience is to spend more on the card, which effectively generates incremental revenue for the issuer at the same time when the, when the expense is being generated. And maybe finally, I do want to, you know, call out the, uh, the nuanced approach to the cost per point redeemed um, evaluation. So when we think about like marketplace today, and if you look at the, how those value props are set up by the issuer, you will notice that pay with points typically comes lower in comparison to cash and travel, for example. So, so the added benefit for the issuer is that they're burning liability off of their books at the lower cost per point redeemed, which effectively is another tremendous benefit uh, for the financial institution. Okay, great. Um, so going off that, we actually saw some new and exciting news from FIS. You guys recently partnered with Walmart, announcing the brand's a part of the premium payback program. Could you tell us a little bit more about that partnership, how it works, and how it came to be? Yeah, the, uh, Walmart is actually the latest retailer that joined the network. We're obviously very excited about that partnership. It, it really in a big way expands the reach of the network that we currently have, having the largest retailer in the world, you know, being part of it. Uh, now to answer the, the, the how, right, we came about this, I would say, you know, we, it, it, it was really a recognition on, on both of our parts. If you, if you think about it, you know, how do we help hurting consumer out there that is dealing with the inflationary pressures? And, you know, we, we couldn't think of a better way than to bring that loyalty currency in real time to increase the buying power for the consumer that is shopping at Walmart stores. 
And um, what we are extremely proud of is this, uh, you know, timing. I think timing-wise, um, it, it just worked out perfectly. And, and the early adoption is just absolutely strong. And we are very, very excited about this. Which really goes back to the comment I made earlier about, you know, being a win-win-win. It is a win for the Walmart. It is a win for the financial institution. And it is certainly a win for the consumer that is looking for ways to save, um, uh, save money. Great. Well, congratulations on that partnership. Sounds like everything's going well so far and looking forward to hearing more about that. Um, kind of on a, another note, what do you see as the biggest challenge for your clients today? And how does FIS partner with those clients to alleviate the, the challenges they see? I would say probably the biggest challenge on the macro level for any brand out there is really, I go back to my uh, staying relevant. I mean, staying relevant is really probably the biggest challenge on the macro level for any brand out there. And uh, and as we think about the disruption, I say, look, disruption started in the payments in the banking space. It started prior to COVID. It accelerated during COVID. And then I would argue some brands are, you know, harnessing that disruption in the slowing economy and the increasing rate environment. And they're doing that because they're constantly thinking about the way to enhance the touch point and in experience for their consumers effectively staying relevant to that consumer. Now, how do you, how do you get there and how we, you know, partner with, uh, with, uh, with our clients? I would say, you know, having a, having a good relationship and partnership is absolutely the key. I have seen, you know, some really good examples of the brand, uh, you know, that are, that are effectively leveraging assets and capabilities that they have. And so I will give you a really good example. I was, uh, pretty impressed with, you know, what Bank, what Bank of America did just like this past Saturday, they had their first rewards day. And if you think about that, Amazon had their first prime day back in 2015. And I thought this was a really brilliant marketing move to leverage the existing feature functionality to put, you know, great spotlight on your brand and drive the uh, you know, uh, and, and drive more incrementality in terms of the spend and engagement by your carholder. So, so I think that the lesson for all of us, for the whole industry, is sometimes to look at the existing assets and feature functionality, and then think hard how to reposition that feature functionality capability. You know, to stay relevant to the consumer. And I also believe that the secondary kind of the second part of that answer is is constantly thinking about like, you know, things that we could incrementally change and do differently and do better. We are strong believers in, you know, doing a small pilot. And if it doesn't work, then it's about like failing past and moving on to the next thing that we could do together. So, so I do believe that the, all of these are, you know, kind of different tactics that brands are deploying out there. And we are certainly doing that with our clients in order to stay relevant you know, with the consumers as they're demanding different type of engagement today. Definitely great points. Um, so you touched on there a little bit about differentiation, features, functionality. What do you think is the next big thing for customer loyalty? Is there a topic or trend that you think brands <laughs> should be on the lookout for? Yeah, that's a that's a million dollar question. Uh, as I think about uh, the next big thing, I, I you know, it's hard to to, to 
you know, to point one thing that's going to make all of the difference. But I would say that, you know, focusing on delivering micro experiences where you incrementally introduce your new experiences, which is which can be perceived a very tactical move on one level. But I also believe that those microservices and micro experiences need to be embedded in the in the context of solidifying holistic relationship with the customer kind of enterprise relationship rewards type of approach to that relationship which is very strategic you know so you're using these tactical micro experiences but you're you're they're they're being developed and deployed in the context of the overarching relationship with the consumer and and the reason why i believe that 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 approach is is needed is because if we if we think about, you know, traditional, let's say, banking space, and then we think about the new breed of competition that they're dealing with, there's so many fintechs out there that are absolutely eating into their, you know, wallet share and their market share. I, I believe that one of the competitive advantages that, you know, financial institutions have is the number of products and services that they offer to the customer. And so the real question and the real challenge is how do they effectively solidify that overall relationship so that when when it, when they that they they have a value prop in comparison to what fintech can provide to stay relevant to that consumer and that could be a way to if you will protect their portfolio and then the way to grow that portfolio over time and and we see absolutely loyalty as a tool to help solidify that holistic relationship with the customer Excellent. Great advice. Um, so one final question for you. What can Loyalty360 do as an association to help others focused on customer loyalty in their journeys? I would say you guys uh, you guys continue to do what you do well, and that is really to facilitate these types of uh, kind of industry discussions and industry dialogue. And I, I like the fact that you guys are, you know, um, you know, having dialogue with so many industry brands from so many, you know, uh, different verticals. And I, I like the fact that sometimes you are asking, you know, tough and provocative questions. I believe that they're absolutely needed. They're effectively helping all of us and the whole industry uh, to move us forward. And uh, I do believe that that type of medium is needed. And you guys, uh, I would say you continue to do what you do well. Well, thank you. Yep, we're working hard on that on the, the brand and the supplier side. I'm working to bring the topics forward to everyone that are most important. So definitely appreciate that. And Wadden, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. We really appreciate it. Great hearing your perspective on customer loyalty and looking forward to hearing more from FIS throughout the year. Hey, thank you, Carly. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We look forward to having you back on our next edition of Loyalty Live soon.